the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Glenn, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I have no experience in whatsoever. <laughs> I want to talk about parenting and a parenting skill that I think nobody is talking about and also something that I think everybody who is a parent should be not only talking about, but integrating into the lives of themselves and their children. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Recently, somebody sent me a terrible video, and maybe you've seen it. It went viral. It was <clears throat> a preschool teacher, and she had this scream mask on, and she goes into preschool, and there's all these kids, probably one and a half, two-year-old kids, sitting at a desk, and she she terrifies them in a way that she was getting off on. And in a way that you knew was going to traumatize those kids for the rest of their life. And she does it over and over and over. And she has them running from her. She's getting in their face. She's asking them if they're going to be good now. Are you going to do what I'm telling you to do? Are you going to clean this and that up? And this doesn't happen just for like a second. You come in and boo, scary. You know, it wasn't like that. It was, it was just over and over and over again. And the fear and tremble on these kids, it was maddening. It was just incredibly terrible to pay witness to. And don't ask me why I related that to a time in my own childhood that had nothing to do with being traumatized or scared at all. Instead, it had me think about the fundamental moments and the things that take place in our childhood that truly shape our future. And that's the thing that I think that not a lot of parents are talking about. And if you're doing these things, I don't think that a lot of parents are giving themselves credit for the fundamental nature that they're preparing their kids for as they enter adulthood. And I want to share a story from when I was in the seventh grade and I was in ASB from the seventh grade up until I graduated high school. And I remember pep rallies, remember those? Mm -hmm. So fun, right? That was one thing in school that I looked forward to the most in, you know, from seventh to 12th, probably not 12th, probably like 10th grade. And I remember we had a pep rally and at our school, they had this like descending platform in the cafeteria. I remember that Mm -hmm. whole area. And that's where we would like, we would be the ones like the stars of the show in ASB, right? And I don't remember how, but I won $100 at this rally. And it was a $100 bill that they gave to me. You'd never see cash be exchanged like that nowadays in school. And I remember going home and I was so excited to show my dad. And my brother's friend lived across the street and Chris came over. And as I'm showing my dad, Chris comes and he goes to grab it. And I go to like, hold on with all my might. Like this is my first 100. I think it was like my first $100 bill that I had not been given in a birthday card or something. And he grabs it and I hold it and he tears it in half. And I start, this is one of the only times I'm not proud of where I was crying like a girl. And I remember that he got sent home. We made it seem like he was in big, bad trouble. And right away, my dad told me to get into his truck and he drove me to the bank. And I remember how sweet and nice the teller was because so gingerly she took these two sides of this $100 bill and 
with surgical <laughs> with surgical precision, she used tape and she taped it back together. And she was explaining to me that in the United States, as long as you have 51% or more of the bill, then it's considered usable. And that was my my first real sort of education on money, apart from being given it and having an understanding of what the increments of money meant. And then my dad told me that we were going to be opening up a bank account for me. And I was also placed in the corner and I had to take a picture because that was also the first time I was given a debit card. And so that was my first experience with money and the the understanding of how a checking account works and how you get checks and then you have an ATM and how it's all linked together and the importance of, of understanding this when I was only in seventh grade. I didn't realize until much later that being in eighth grade and then having my first credit card and understanding how it how it was to be able to build up, um, you know, your credit score and things like that. I was so far advanced when it came to money than any of my peers were. And it was because of that very young fundamental moment of, you know, winning that $100 bill and having thought that it was all taken away from me from that stupid boy across the street. And then my dad taking the time and that teller taking the time to just pause and then to explain to me something that would truly be fundamental in my adult years and really for the rest of my life. And there are many moments like that that take place in our childhood and they could be good or, as I told you, the story of the screen mask, completely detrimental. But this is all very telling and shaping of what will become of us in our adulthood as it relates to that particular thing. And and I'm analyzing this story as it goes on and, and it's good that you had those those fundamentals taught to you so so early on, especially with money, because I I think back if I would have gotten that hundred dollars, I would have wasted it, and, and I would have went to the 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 snack bar first and bought some sour patch or sour punch straws, and then some Fruitopia drinks. Right, when you got it. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. <laughs> I got to break that hundred and I would have bought my friend some stuff and, and I would have, that money would have been gone for me within the day or two, like undoubtedly because I didn't have someone teaching me the importance of saving or importance of spending money or anything. Cause if you also look at my parents nowadays compared to how they were then, like they're the same way they spend money, they're spenders, they're not savers. And that's how I was taught growing up. And then thinking about establishing my own credit and kind of going that to establish my credit growing up, it wasn't until I was in my senior year, I bought a bed and I bought that using credit and it helps build your credit. And then I bought my mom a ring because I wanted to build my credit. Yeah, she loved the ring. She still has it. She always wears it. And, oh, I love this ring so much. But I I was learning. I had to learn that whole credit process for myself and get that established because no one ever taught me the importance of it. Now, I'm so lucky to have a wife, as I do, who's so good with money. I just am there with it and she helps guide me if I have questions. And I I remember it being another learning moment when you and I started to get serious about things and hide 
home decor in my closet because we knew that (laughs) we wanted to move out, although that never happened because we weren't married yet. I remember being taken aback because in my mind, the things that my dad was teaching me was things that like when you're older, you you will just know this somehow. I didn't know that there was a process of needing somebody to be able to guide you along that path. And I also took it for granted, I believe, that not everybody had what I had in growing up with that that level of education that my dad still continues to bestow upon me. And I remember I remember it being this this check where I needed to check myself and to be patient with you. And then I I recognized that was probably the first time that not everybody had what I had um, just naturally into adulthood. And, you know, we, we have done a lot of work and I think I've tried my best to explain how things work instead of just, this is how it's going to be when it comes to our finances and, you know, how things work and with equity and our investments and, you know, the rental and and everything like that. And it's one of those things that we aren't taught. We've talked about that before, about how I believe it's important for us to create some type of mandatory class on what to do when a parent dies or, you know, how to con, you know, what to do in terms of, do you hire an attorney or how, I, we also did an episode on how I didn't understand what the process was when my mom was dying and needing to set up, you know, the, the, what is it? The mortuary. Yeah. The mortuary and how it works with somebody picking up a body. Like nobody teaches us those things. And sooner or later, the unfortunate truth is that we're going to need to know how to do those things and what to do. And I feel so grateful to have had somebody who knew the process. And of course, you too wouldn't have known that probably had it not been from work and then having that understanding. So I, I think that we need to recognize what these adult skills are in our lives and realize that there are ways to incorporate it into the young minds of children. And that will make a dramatic impact on them later on in life. So I hope you know what those are. I hope that you can sit and think about what they could be, even if it wasn't something that you too experienced at a young age. And then decide how you can implement that into the lives of maybe your your child or maybe a child that you're around often. I know with Ripley, my little nephew is probably the only the only little one that we have or will have. And it's important for us to be able to talk about and to be able to share and then to have an open dialect about too. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. <laughs>